Good evening, and this is KG, and you listen to another podcast by Judge KG. Let's get right into it. I'm sore, I'm tired, I'm old, turned 40 on March 14th, and I think my body aged eight years in the span of four or five days since that uh, 40th birthday. But let's get into it. Thank you, as always, for listening to the podcast. It may not be very long today because I may have another one in a few days with uh, an invitation to the podcast listeners to hit me up on uh, email or Twitter to attend Tuesday, March 27th, Guy V. Lewis Award Banquet Ceremony at the Bayou City Event Center. So we'll see how that all plays out. We've got a table. Um, we have media table. If you have a separate media table, I may have as many as nine seats available to the listeners. So we'll see how it all plays out. The press release has been sent. The finalists have been announced. There won't be online voting this year. I apologize for that. We'll take that care of that for the fan voting next year. But the coach got the ballots. Players got the invitations. So looking forward to making this first one as good as possible and making the future ones better as each year moves along. As always, there's more info on the Agave Lewis Award website. There's links to it on my website, HoustonRoundBallReview.com. Go to that website, see links on the homepage, GaviLewisAward.org. You can go there directly or go to HoustonRoundBallReview.com. There's one Houston area team still playing college basketball, and that is Coach Ben Braun and his Rice Owls. They're in the, they're not in the NTA, they're not in the NIT, they're not in the CBI. They, they are in the CIT, the CollegeInsider.com postseason tournament. The Owls have won two games in the CIT. They will play on, uh, let's see, on the 20th. That would be Tuesday. Versus Oakland in a quarterfinal matchup. The Owls opened up the CIT with a 68-63 road win over Louisiana Lafayette on my birthday on the 14th. Thanks for the present, fellas. And then on Saturday the 17th, they won at home inside the House of Tudor, 74-68 over Drake. The Prairie View Lady, Prairie View Amen Lady Panthers had their one and done annual event to the NCAA tournament. They lost in that first round game in Bridgeport, Connecticut versus the number one seed in that region, the Connecticut Huskies. It wasn't close as you would expect. Connecticut won 83 to 47, but it does not diminish the, uh, Coach Toyell Wilson and her team's fine season, 17 to 16. They won a swag tournament. Two straight years that Coach Wilson, in her first years on the job at PV, has advanced to the NCAA tournament. So kudos to her. Prairie View has reached the NCAA tournament four out of the last six years. Let me say that again. Prairie View has reached the tournament four out of the last six years. That's better than Rice. That's better than U of H. That's better than TSU. That's better than HBU. Prairie View and M is in the Houston area is the Probably best women's basketball program in the Houston area. I'm not going up way up to 90 up to under miles and counting Texas A&M in that in this discussion. But when counting Prairie View, TSU, U of H, Rice, Houston Baptist, Prairie View, four trips to the tournament in the last six years is better than everybody else. Which brings me to a point. I still want to see a city classic on the men's and women's side. I want to see Rice, U of H, PV, 
TSU, HBU, Tom Sands, San Houston State, mix it up every year. Have it at the different host schools rotated year in, year out. Let's generate some interest in basketball in the city of Houston on a college level. Let's keep more of this talent in the high school Houston area at home. At those schools, instead of going outside of this greater Houston area and playing somewhere else. It seemed like a win-win to me personally. I know a few coaches are for it. And I know a few coaches are against it because they don't, they're afraid to lose to the quote-unquote lesser schools in the area. Well, personally, if a rising tide raises all boats, if all the programs improve, then everybody wins. And it doesn't do you any good if, if and right now it's, it's irrelevant because there's not a great Houston area basketball team. The Houston Cougars men's team can't call themselves great. They can't look down anybody in the Houston area. They can't look down on TSU or Prairie View or anybody else. What have they done? One trip in the last 25 years to the tournament. Realize who we are. We need to get better as a city, to a college level, and going up to Prairie View, going up to Huntsville, San Houston State, need to get better overall, increase the attendance, increase the interest in the Houston area college basketball teams. There are more high school playoff games that are better attended than the college games in Houston, Texas. Texas. That needs to change. The coaches don't seem to be, overall, don't seem to be willing to do that. I know Prairie View and M, Lady Panthers, want to play at the University of Houston Cougars. Hasn't happened yet. PV and Rice have played the last few years. I want to see PV play Rice at Hawfines and on the Hill. Need to generate interest in both areas. Let's get that done. Let's work to make that happen. I'm tired of excuses. I'm tired of going outside of the city limits, state limits, playing teams that fans don't know anything about, that fans don't want to see. Build up interest here in town. It can be done. It should be done. The great five, the big five in Philadelphia with Temple, Drexel, Villanova, St. Joe's. I'm forgetting one, and it'll come to me later on. I'll tell you everybody, I'm old. Those five teams play each other year in, year out. It's part of LaSalle's other team, I believe. It's part of Big Five basketball. It's huge. It's history. The programs look forward to it. Why can't we do that here in Houston? Call it the City Classic, the Space City Classic, which has been already taken, I'm sure. But there's got to be a way to make it happen. On the Rockets. I'm shifting gears on the NBA front. Rockets are struggling. When you without your starting backcourt, well, of course you're going to struggle. Even with Wimpy, sorry, Kevin Martin being injured and not playing well all year. But um, when he's focused and interested, Kevin Martin is a scorer. And right now without him with his shoulder problems, the Rockets miss his, his offense. Their defense overall is much better without him, with Cordy Lee playing more minutes. But Kyle Lowry is out with a bacterial infection. Two to four weeks, Bill Morrell said on Saturday's broadcast of the Rockets Clippers game, that uh, the Rockets hope to get Kyle back in time for the playoffs. That's a lot more than two to four weeks. So we'll see how that all uh, plays out. Uh, clearly, I wish Lowry 
a healthy recovery, not necessarily just a speedy recovery, but a healthy recovery. That's the most important thing. Same for Kevin Martin. Maybe with his time sitting out, Kevin Martin can get over his his, his pouting and become a better basketball player when he returns from his, his shoulder injury. Rockets wave Terrence Williams. You know, Terrence Williams cut himself. You know, he played, he practiced hard for a while. Kevin McHale gave minutes in the game. Then he decided to miss practice the next day. You're not a professional. Stop blaming everybody else for your problems. Man up. Realize you're to blame for your current situation. Make amends. And if you want to be an NBA ball player, do something about it. Rockets open up a home stand, four game home stand on Tuesday versus Kobe and the Lakers. Rockets have a six or seven at home. But the six of those home games, not easy. It's not going to be a gimme for the Rockets win these next few home games. They got Kobe on Tuesday, the Warriors on Thursday, because the Mavs come up on Saturday, and then the easiest one of the of the few games is, is probably the Kings on Monday. But it's right there. The Rockets are a half game ahead of the Phoenix Suns, holding on, clinging to that eighth and final playoff spot. Rockets traded for Marcus Camby and Derek Fisher. Already waived Derek Fisher. They got Camby to uh, show up the defense, defensive rebounding and defense period and interior shot blocking, which has been a, just ridiculously horrid all season long. Teams have, have attacked the paint and scored more points in the paint against the Rockets than, you know, I, I've seen in, in a long time. Hopefully Camby at 38 years of age can provide some defense and shot blocking, which that's what he does and show up that gaping wound that is a donut. And that's even with Sam D'Alembert playing well once or twice a week. So we'll see how that goes. The Rockets are, they're just teetering. Trade deadline is passed. They got a first-round pick in the deal involving Fisher and Mavis and Lakers. So that adds to uh, their, their stockpile of draft picks. They got youth. They get a little older with Marcus Camby on the squad. They unloaded Hashim to beat him. Johnny Flynn, Wade, Terrence Williams. So they got rid of some guys who weren't part of the rotation, and they got something in return for him. So in that sense, kudos to Daryl Morey for getting something for basically nothing. But Daryl Morey tried to acquire Dwight Howard for the Magic before the deadline. Tried a, a lot. Didn't get it done for whatever reason. The Rockets were willing to acquire Dwight Howard and just have him for the rest of this season. Basically, rent Howard for the rest of this season. That's how eager, call it desperate, if you will, that the Rockets were to get Dwight Howard and to show the majority of the fans that they really are a destination for superstars. But you can look at the home games for the Rockets this season. Toyota Center is not full. They can announce sellouts. They announce that Wednesday's game against the Bobcats, home game against the Bobcats is a sellout. Ain't no way. Truly fun with numbers. They were by the Rockets. Not sellout. We need to, Rockets need to realize, Rockets need to figure out what are the reasons that these star players don't want to come to Houston and play. Play for less. Play for Kevin McHale. What is it? Texas doesn't have, you know, the state income tax. Houston has plenty of gentlemen's clubs to 
occupy your free time. It's a great area, great houses, great restaurants, culture. It's got enough areas where you can go far enough out and still be close to the city, but be far enough away from the city where folks won't bother you. Houston has a, lot, a little bit of everything. But for some reason, stars don't want to come play for the Rockets. Maybe that'll change this summer. Rockets have some cap room and all these draft picks, and maybe they can swing a deal at the draft and, and turn things around and and become a part of the elite instead of this mediocrity that they have found themselves in for the last three or four seasons. As always, I'm KG. You're listening to Just KG Podcast. You can listen to it on iTunes. Catch it. Link will be on Twitter, Facebook fan page, as I touched on at the beginning of the podcast. Based on how things go, I may have a few seats available at, at uh, my table at Tuesday's Gotta Be Lewis Award Banquet. More than likely, I will have a few because not all of me is going to show up for whatever reason. So I'll hit up another podcast and have folks inquire. I'll start it right now. If you're interested in attending the Gotta Be Lewis Award Banquet at the Bayou City Event Center, Email me. The email's on. Link is on my homepage, HoustonBrownBarview.com. You can see it. You see links in there. You can follow it. Send me a tweet. I'm not promising you a seat at the table right now because things are still a little bit up in the air. But if you are the first two, let's say first four people, hit me up, and I'll let you know how things stand, and we can go from there. Yeah, your nay about attending the Gabby Lewis Award. Of course, the award goes. It's the inaugural year, and, and Kudos and shouts out to a great man. Coach Gabby Lewis celebrates his 90th birthday today on March 19th. I have great admiration for that man as any Houston Cougar worth his salt does as well. What he's done, what he did for the program, what he did for college basketball in Houston, in Texas, and in the country. It's a shame he's not in the Basketball Hall of Fame. But I want to get into all that. But the award goes to the Boys High School Player of the Year in the greater Houston area. The, the 10 finalists are on the GuyVLewisWard.org website. You can see who they are. It's a who's who of high school basketball in the Houston area. So, as always, thank you for listening on that front. Notice I'm saving the worst for last. The NCAA tournament is underway, men's and women's side. My picks have been hideous. It's 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 comical how bad the picks are on the fella side. It, it, it's really sad how how bad they are. But I didn't spend a lot of time on the picks. I didn't put much thought into it. I haven't had much time with with all the work I've been doing the last few months. I haven't had much time to really study it like I used to do. On the guy side, 16 teams left. I have six right. That's the worst I've ever done. Five elite eight predictions are still alive. But all four of my final four picks are still alive. So there is something in that. And the, my final four predictions are Kentucky, North Carolina, Michigan State, and Ohio State. So we'll see how that all plays out. I got Kentucky beating Carolina in the championship game. I believe the final score is 74 70. Uh, Carolina's Kendall Marshall with their broken wrist has surgery on his non-shooting hand, right wrist today. We'll see if he's able to play in uh, the regional semifinal later this week. He's all left-handed, so it may or may not impact him as much as some believe. But uh, good luck to all the teams that are remaining. You know, everybody knows I'm a huge Duke fan. Seeing them lose the first round of Lehigh 
was my pick was wrong, but seeing how poorly Duke's defense has been all season, it wasn't that much of a surprise because Duke's perimeter defense was awful all year. And uh, yeah, I just exploited that. And the better team won on that night. That's how basketball, that's how the tournament is. It's one and done. You don't play well, another team does, then you got to get out of losing. Ladies' side, uh, second round is underway Monday night. We'll continue Tuesday. I was at College Station on Saturday all day watching the first two games there that the Aggies hosted. Aggies are playing Arkansas right now in round two. They're leading 23-18, leading in the first half. Real quick, and other scores on the women's games that are going on right now, games that are underway, the night games, Aggies 23-18 over Arkansas, Tennessee 21-17 over DePaul, Gonzaga playing the home game, leads number three seed Miami 25-23. The games that are official or final, Stanford beat West Virginia, number one seed in their region, 72-55. Connecticut absolutely embarrassed. Kansas State held into a tournament low in points. K-State only scored 26 points. Duskies won 72-26. to 26. 26 points. That's a Big 12 school. 26 points in a 40-minute basketball game. Best game of the night. Number two, Maryland. Number two seed, Maryland. Be number seven seed, Louisville. 72-68. Number five seed, South Carolina. Upset Purdue on Purdue's home floor. Which is, you know, seeds. Everyone cries about teams having a home home court advantage. See, so you stood up on the ball game. South Carolina won the game at 72-61. Another game that's going on, on Kentucky leads Green Bay 2C versus 7C, 27-12 after Green Bay ups, defeated Iowa State on Iowa State's home floor on Saturday. So, like I said, if you're, if you're the better team, you just win the ball game, no matter where it's being played. That's my opinion on that. As always, I'm going to wrap it up here. Thank you very much for listening to the KG Podcast supposed to rain a lot on Tuesday here in the Houston area. Be careful. Drive safely. Try Don't do anything stupid tomorrow in the rain. You know, if you can't see the street, don't go forward. Don't ruin your car. Don't, don't risk your life just trying to be slick and smooth going through water. Go another way. Turn around, don't drown. That's the cliche I tried to think of a second ago. Turn around, don't drown. Thank you very much for listening. I'm, I'm serious about the uh, tweets or the emails. If you're interested in attending the Gavi Lewis World Banquet on Tuesday, March 27th at the Bayou City Event Center, hit me up. Let me know that you're listening to the podcast. I appreciate that. Thank you, as always, for listening. Tell your friends about the podcast. And in conclusion, be true, be cool, and do more.